Hello there, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Super Cast Brothers. You know, it's that one Smash Bros. podcast that you somehow have forgotten to not, not to unsu- Fuck. My words. I was gonna do a bit, but you know what? I'm just gonna say it until next time. Uh, hi, yeah. Um, so things are a little bit different this episode. It's still Super Cast Brothers. It's still me, Xantok, Lister, you know, whatever you want to call me. It's still him, John O. John, whatever you want to call him but um i got a bit of a different background this time around i probably sound a little bit differently i probably sound a bit quieter and uh it's kind of out of my control sort of uh theoretically we could have done something about this but basically the situation is right now i'm having the house sit the house slash dog sit for somebody because uh they have a baby and i'm the person on call to um make sure their dogs live to put it that way and well the way the schedule lined up was that we had to do the recording now we technically could have pushed it a couple days but we can't push more than that we just figured screw it let's just get this out of the way it's going to be a bit of a offness with the episode because with audio issues so basically just all this to say hey you know things look a bit different this time but we should hopefully be back to normal in the next episode if not then the one following for sure uh but yeah that's basically what i've got going on with me uh how are things with you Jono? ah that was a mighty gulp what a chug of the old agua hello my friend what a lovely background thanks it's jelly bean blowing behind you and over your head uh, actually, Jellybean died last year. Oh shit! Yeah, um, she she was really old. It's the family dog. Uh, one of them. Yeah, she. Honestly, we were kind of surprised that she made it as long as she did. Mm-hmm. And then she just didn't wake up one morning. We were just like, "Yep, that sounds right." Wow, that's kind of lucky. Yep. Not old. My experience, a dog doesn't always go that peacefully. So not good. always. My not, my brother's yeah. dog had to be put down several years ago because they were just not in a good way. That they, they, mm-hmm. they was to the point where like they could walk into a corner and just stare at the wall, unmoving. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, you okay? Not responding to anything. It's like, okay, that's not that's not right. No. <laughs> No, it's not. Yeah. Um, rest, rest in peace to our canine friends. Mm. What a way to start an episode. <laughs> yeah. It's smash or dash. Smash, smash or, or dash. Um, your dog or my dog? Oh God. I vote my dog. <laughs> I vote my dog, and we're in for the next tie. Oh, Three ties in a row. <laughs> Episode per episode per episode. <laughs> it's just a season of ties. Yep. Well, well. Uh, oh my gosh! Imagine if that happened again today. I uh, it it's possible. I wouldn't be surprised because yeah. I think these characters, at least one of the matchups, is pretty much even split. I think. Yeah, looking at both of them, I think there's. An argument for all these characters. We'll just see where it goes. Yep. 
Um, before we get to that, and thankfully, we reminded ourselves ahead of time, we should get into that tiebreaker. Right. Is probably... Actually, we should probably do the rate their chances. Should, should we do the rate their chances first, or should we reveal the tiebreaker first? No, we can reveal the tiebreaker. Okay, let's just reveal the tiebreaker. Then. Let's reveal the tiebreaker. Yep. Because let's see. Okay. Last, last episode, uh, getting the recap here, we had a tie... I think it was just yeah, it was just between. No, we're we're both were tied. We're both. They? They we're both. So we mm -hmm. had a tie between Lynn from Fire Emblem, uh, Blazing Blade, and Noah of Xenoblade Chronicles Three, and then we also had a tie between Bomberman of the Bomberman series and Lip of Penalty Pond and Puzzle League. Indeed. Jono, Indeed. Who came out on top? How were the votes? Well, well, I have the results, gentlemen. I have them. Here on this pad. That's a switch. Aha! Uh -huh. Our winners, the winner of the first matchup in the Smasher Dash tiebreaker yeah. is Noah from Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Okay, okay. And the second, the second winner of the tiebreaker match is Lip from Panel to Pawn. All right, so they'll be making two our tournament of champions later this season. Indeed, one one win for you and one win for me. Oops. Yeah, that sounds all right. Yeah, how uh, how do you, how do you feel about these results? Are they surprising in any way? Um, not really. If if anything is a surprise, it might be uh Noah over Lens, just because I know Fire Emblem in in our circle community of influence that we have fire emblem is a very big franchise and lynn is one of the most popular fire emblem characters period uh sword plus though i thought would have put her unique enough but it could be could be as simple as hey we got a lot of fire emblem we only got two arguably three xenoblades and noah noah's the brand new guy from the newest game so it makes sense yeah, and and it was respectable. He 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 beat her out by one vote, so it wasn't a wasn't major. Bomberman is kind of a wash. <laughs> Lip uh, Lip was was the runaway favorite there. Bomberman only got a few votes. I mean, I don't think Bomberman is like super big in our community, <clears throat> and it's not like a big standout third party franchise. Like it, it's it's more niche. I think I think I would say. Yeah. It's it's the kind of character um, that feels natural for Smash. Give, given the given the idea of like, oh, this is a character you can call a legacy character. Been around way back when, any MSX era, and has persisted since. Yep. Um, yep. So that was really, I mean, it's more than you would think in the first anyway. That would be all that he has going for. Um, that would be the prime slip. I mean, naturally, there's, there's character aesthetic is interesting. There's ready, um, and you know, with with all of the various fairy that discussion kind of be more. I caught maybe thirty percent of that. Yeah. The rest of it was lost to the internet. <laughs> oh, 
Hopefully it's not one of those days. No, I, I, well, hopefully. I, I think we get the gist of what you were saying, though. Um, mm-hmm. Bowerman, no, 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 nothing, nothing negative to Bowerman, but I feel like he's a character that, as you mentioned, he would be, like, if he, if he got smashed, you would be like, yeah, that fits. But at the same time, yeah. I don't think he would generate, I don't think he'd be like a super exciting choice. No one would be like, <clears throat> he has his fans. Obviously, nobody, there's not, I'm not, I don't want to say like nobody would be excited for him. But I think it would be a much smaller amount of excitement. I think the majority would be like, this makes sense. Similarly to Rayman, I think. And I think this is where I would really upset somebody. Is I feel like Rayman, would, it would be like, yeah, he makes sense to be here. Cool. As opposed to, oh my god, Rayman! Again, he would have his fans that would act that way. But I don't think that would be the wider gaming community would react in that way. Right. Whereas Lip, um, Lip has the Nintendo home field advantage, uh, a very cutesy character, um, not something that we see much. Uh, it's has a, a very different aesthetic to her. So, yeah, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. To me. Absolutely. Um, one day, you know what'll generate what would generate excitement? A power. I have thoughts about power world but this is not the place where i want to get into those <laughs> yeah <laughs> all, all i will say is that way of trail has been streaming the game a lot lately and i have mm-hmm. watched his streams but it's not because i want to see power world, it's just because i'm supporting him right and that's that's right. as far as i need to go with that subject it's it's not it, on it, multiple levels it is not the game for me i do not care about survival crafting games in the slightest and i think that's mm-hmm. all i need to discuss <laughs> okay well that being said there's your tiebreaker that's that's our tiebreaker yep that's that cool we got it that means we can move on yes let's rate some chances okay so as always we've got five characters here um some of these characters, when I was looking before we started the episode, I was like, man, because with, with, with some episodes, we kind of have like a general theme for our Rate Their Chances characters. And I was looking at these just like, why were why did, why did we pick these five for this episode? I don't know. A few of them were just like, okay, I see what we were going for here. And then it's like, wait, hold on. But then there's this character. I'm confused. <laughs> it's like, oh, I don't, I don't know. It's, but it's, um. these are our five. That's all that matters. Yes, who ch- we normally do it like, oh, you'll pick one. Is yeah, it, was this your? I think I this was you. I don't I don't know if this is me or not. I feel like this wasn't me. I had to, because we alternate episodes. No, I guess it must have been, because I know, I know you picked <laughs> the ones for the next episode. So this must have been me. Mm-hmm. I must have just been like, oh, I think I know what I was mostly doing. I think for some of these, I was picking franchises that we haven't talked about a whole lot. Although, I, mm-hmm. but then like the last character we're going to be discussing today, that one he kind of, kind of breaks that cycle. But oh, we'll get to it. <laughs> yeah, we'll to get fair, to that one. Yeah, yeah, we will. Yeah. To be fair, this is only the third season of Rather Chances, and there's still a lot mm-hmm. of characters that haven't been discussed. So you know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right, let's get into okay. it. Okay. 
So our first character yes. uh, tonight for Rates of Chances is going to be Veridi from Kid Icarus Uprising. Uh, right now, Kid Icarus has Pit, Dark Pit, and Palutena representing it in Smash. And Kid Icarus Uprising released in 2012, I want to say. So we are uh, 11 to 12 years later at this point. Uh, I think yep. Veridi is a standard character from the game. Um, I think the next Kid Icarus character is either going to be her or Medusa, but then it's a question of which one are you going to pick? And then two, are we adding another Kid Icarus character? And I think I think Veridi could bring a, a lot of new fun and flavor to Smash, being a plant-themed goddess. Uh, with the exception of Ivysaur, plants really are not... Uh, well, Piranha Plant. With the exception of Ivysaur and Piranha Plant, Man, I wish I could forget them. Um, Smash doesn't really touch on <laughs> nature or plants very much. Fire is really the element that is... Actually, fire and electricity are get the biggest nods in Smash of all the types of elements that you could have. So I think Viridi would bring something mm -hmm. new to it, which, was, which would be a point to add her in over Medusa, who would just be like, oh, hey, look, it's darkness. We already have several... I don't know if we have several. We already have a few darkness-related characters, namely Ganondorf. But I don't know. I think the other big question in my mind is, like, it's been a long time since Uprising. Has Viridi right. lost a chance? That's a good question. That's a good question. And that's what we're here to assess. Mm. Analyze and debate. Um... At this point, she may have. I mean, there, there's a, a world where Uprising uh, is getting a remake on the Switch 2 or something down the line, and we were... Faridi's chances have been reinvigorated. Uh, at this point, I think, still it's down to a major uh, event for her within... Uh, can you hear me? Uh, in and out. That is so bizarre. That is so strange. I didn't. I haven't changed anything about my setup, so I, I don't know what. This has been a recurring problem, though. Okay. Uh, interesting. Well, all the same, I'll just move on my mic a little closer. Okay. Um. Yeah, I mean, there, there's a world where, where, where that something's happening with Kid Icarus and she becomes more relevant. This is not that world. Um, and I kind of feel like if we get another. Um, Kid Icarus character at this point it would be Medusa because she's more known on the overall um, even then I wouldn't rank her chances high oh if Kid Icarus got another um, I don't know I, I kind of feel you know on the onset that she Viridi would not have very high chance at this point what Oh, you stopped talking. I thought you cut out. <laughs> I was just like, no, no silence. No, I... uh, did he cut out again? And then I, I look up at the recording. It's like, oh, no, no, he's he's not talking. He's... Okay. Right. Right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, I, I have to agree with you. Like, I think if we were if we were discussing this a lot closer to Kadikra's Uprising release date, like, say this was... I know, oh, 
If we if we were pre Wii U or if we were pre Ultimate, I would rate Viridi higher than Medusa at that point. But where we are Ba-ba. now in reality, twelve years later, eleven to twelve years later, no sign of anything more from Kadikaris. I I lean towards Medusa being as the next Kadikaris character. I, I don't think Viridi. I, I think yeah. if Viridi would get in, it would be because of the plant aspect. So they can lean in hard on that because sure there's I just I just went plant as mentioned but they don't really do anything with plants they just are themselves plants especially prana plant but I mean I just sort of have like <laughs> razor leaf and vine whip but that's pretty much it for Ivysaur. whereas right. where he could like create lashing vines or um, poisonous flowers or create spikes of would jut out of the ground or something. I don't know. That there there is there's room that they could come up with it, unique stuff for her that we don't really have yet. But if I'm looking purely at her franchise and what's available there, I think Medusa kind of takes it now. I agree. Uh, what does that mean in terms of percentages? What are you feeling there? First of all, I don't think we're going to get another Kadikaris character in the next game. I I think it's I think the only way that that happens is if we do get a either you know a new Kadikaris game or a remake of Uprising, which I know that they were not necessarily rumors of, but there was speculation of uh, sometime last year where people thought there were there were signs or hints of uprising come to switch or just a remake in general based on things sakurai had said and i think some um some reports of uh jobs being hired for at bandai namco i think is where i saw it talking about like a a a 3d action game or something along those lines and so and if that's true then i think we have good odds but as of right now we can't really confirm that so i'm gonna say it's pretty low and i'm gonna say Single digits. I'm debating on where I want to lie. Okay. I'm going to say 6%. Okay. Um, I'm going to say 8, and for no reason other than it's the first number that came to mind. Fair enough. I was debating uh, 5, 6, or 7, so that brings out to an easy 7%. There you go. At least it's a lucky number. In some places. Probably, perhaps in the world of Kid Icarus, it is. I don't know. Anyways, our next year for Third Chances tonight is going to be Gruntilda from Banjo Kazooie, <laughs> the primary antagonist of the series. Uh, and really, I think similarly, if we were to get a second Banjo Kazooie character, it probably would be Gruntilda. I think the only other. One in serious contention would be Mumbo Jumbo, and even then, I don't, I don't think it would be. And I think it's Grunty or Bust. Mm-hmm. But are they gonna add Grunty? What what a what an inspired choice here. This is why I was questioning whether I was the one who came up with these character choices for their chances this time, because Gruntilda is such a me thing to do. Like I, I chose her as a Microsoft for. <laughs> And then that roster re- episode Jesus we did, Christ I was like, why did I do that? But um, there were definitely some the characters where I questioned, he's like, what the fuck, man? 
yeah, yeah. The character's funny. And character, it's it's there. There's a lot that can happen there. There there is. Um, she's such a a strange and and entertaining character. And we also don't have a lot of magic really happening in Smash yet, especially not in, again, per her characterization. Um, she's kind of a traditional witch in some ways, but just turn the dial to 11 on the, on the comedy um, with with her freaking cat with the uh, ding, ding pot and all this other shit, like her different machination. It would be funny. It would be entertaining. She's a it would be it would be cool. Of the Witch of the West. Yeah, yes, precisely. Um Yeah, I mean, but but there's I mean, Banjo's owned by Microsoft. If Banjo were owned by Rare and and majority stock was in in Nintendo's court rather, uh I would say her chances were would be pretty high. Probably would have been high a long time ago. But we don't live in that world. No. I mean, I, I could see the argument where if Nintendo did own the uh, uh, did own the Banjo Kazooie IP, um, mm-hmm. that she could get in. Although I think if that also mm-hmm. happened, Banjo would have gotten in a lot sooner than he did. Yeah, would have ha- would have happened in Melee. Um, no, because he clearly didn't. No, when Nintendo could have. No, oh, that's true. Would have happened in Brawl. I'll agree to that one. Yeah, or Smash Bros. Yeah, then then Nintendo's nuts and bolts would have come out. They would have put Robot Gruntil in. Well, would that be better Just or kidding. worse than the Iron Checkpoint crate from Crash Bandicoot? Uh, whatever the remake or the racing game was called. Crash Team Racing. Um, it really depends on how you look at it. I yeah. But Imagine yeah. a playable Smash crate. I would not like to do that. <laughs> if I'm going to do that, yep. I would imagine a playable sandbag. Yes. Which there are mods for. It's terrifying. I've played those mods back in the day in, I'm in Brawl. Sorry. I Good did. times. Someday we should talk about mods. I, I have played, I think it was Project in my, I've, I've actually played some of them. There might have been like one other one, like Brawl Miners or something I've played. I just mm-hmm. like, just to see like what all the hype was about. And I was like, yeah, okay, that was the thing. Back to record. You can play as Spider Man in, in, in the Brawl mods. I can play as Spider Man in <laughs> Marvel's Spider Man 2, now on PS5. Sure can, but you can't play as Gruntilda. Nope. Not yet. Modders, you know what to do. Man, re- remake Diddy Kong Racing again and have Gruntilda be a secret racer. Don't threaten me with a good time. I mean, <laughs> they might have to threaten let that happen. Microsoft for it, though. There, yes, please do. Yeah, you can th- you throw in fuck it. You can throw in Grunty. You can throw in Mumbo. You can throw uh, bottles, of course. I mean, there, everyone's other favorite character. There was um, Banjo Pilot, but I, but that game got I'm pretty pretty sure that game got canceled before it released. Yeah, it was it was canned and turned into Diddy Kong Pilot. Oh yeah, which, which was also canned before it, release. Turned into wasn't that one turned into Diddy Kong Racing? Or was that separate? Uh no, it was it was yeah, it was separate. It was Pilot was after racing. Gotcha. And then we did eventually get a Donkey Kong there... racing game with whatever the hell it was called. Yeah. The barrel blast. Yeah, barrel blast, that's right. Which which was horribly reviewed. 
Well, um, I, I, I feel I, there's still a hole in my heart where Donkey Kong Racing for. <laughs> Maybe someday. <laughs> but as far as Grintilda being Smash, uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's not happening. Uh, uh, she technically uh -huh. has a, a bigger chance than some characters, the Trapper. But uh, I think it's pretty safe to say Grintilda will not get into Smash. If she, again, if she wasn't third party, if she, if Banjo Kazooie was owned by Nintendo, I think there'd be a shot. But as mm -hmm. a third party character, no. I think it is a yeah. very rare third-party franchise that would garner more than one character. Street Fighter, Final Fantasy, Mega Man, Sonic, uh, Castlevania. I think all of them are, are options for that. I don't think Ben mm -hmm. Kazooie is. I really do. Right. I'm 1% I'm right, yeah. here. Yeah, I'll say 2. I was debating if I wanted to say 2. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on. Uh, our next character we're going to be discussing here tonight is Springman from Arms. <laughs> don't feel too bad, Gruntilda. Yeah, don't feel too bad. Now, you know, here's here's the advantage Springman has. Like we 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 talked about Arms before a, a few times. The advantage of Springman is that he is actually an Nintendo character. He is the poster mm -hmm. character, or one of two. For his game however here's the big negative for springman there's been nothing new for arms in a long time at this point been nothing min min getting into smash ultimate was a shock in itself because the game had stopped receiving updates or any new content and then i think the biggest nail in springman's coffin is min min herself because while sure yeah. we could get a second armed character in Smash, I'm not saying that. What I am saying is we have Vimin who has the unique dragon head gimmick. Mm-hmm. I guess she doesn't really have anything else unique to that. Now I'm thinking about it because all her she just has like one arm that can't change and the other one can't be changed freely. I guess they could do the same thing with Springman, but Minmin just feels like such a more unique character than what Springman or what Ripping Girl are, and I feel like why would you add the base kit model character that miss mr arms springman the generic one when you have a more interesting character like min min when you could add other characters that would have a more unique gimmick to them like um i forgot his name ninjara or misango or lola pop why would you do springman when you've already decided not to include the generic one. And you could argue, oh, well, they added Min Min instead of, and they didn't add Springman because he was an assist trophy in, in Ultimate. True. But then why not do Ribbon Girl if they wanted to get one of the base characters? Yeah. But instead we have Min Min. Yeah. And we know that she wasn't the, that the debate was between Min Min or Ninjara. That's where it was always going to be for her arms. Ribbon Girl wasn't in discussion. Right. Springman wasn't in discussion. Dr. Coyle wasn't in discussion. Not today. Not that time. Why does I agree. Koya look like an evil Samus Aran? <laughs> she looks like, like look at her look at her her equipment. It looks like she's wearing the upper part of the power suit or various suit, whichever one. Oh, she's cool. got like the big the big Samus pauldrons. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not wrong. Jeez. No, you're I not. might be out of line, oh, yeah. but I'm not wrong. Um. <laughs> yeah, I. I mean, I agree wholeheartedly. To, there's not much, much more to discuss about Springman here. He, um, that's again not happening. Yeah, we we already have something better. Um, <laughs> I would say it's if if Smash is cutting characters next time around, it's already in contention. We're gonna get any. Yeah, I mean, it, so, uh, if the next match yeah. does cut characters and Midman gets cut, then I think Springman has a chance. Or at the same time, mm-hmm. why would you cut Min Min and then add Spring Man? That's just ridiculous. Like, literally, why? Unless R- they rare... release an Arms Two and Min Min's not in Arms Two, but Spring Man is, then it would make sense. But yeah, man... I find I that's so that's I find that deeply unlikely. So she she's so she's such a popular character. Yeah. Um, but uh, within Arms. Um, but but uh, yeah, from from the Smash perspective. Yeah, there's no, there's no way. There, there are too many hurdles. Is Arms Two happening? That is, there's a. Big... If it is, because... I think it'll be an early release game for the Switch Two. Mm-hmm. And I would hope that they learn the lesson from the first time and actually produce something good out of it because the makeup was there, the aesthetic oh, yeah. is amazing. Yeah, it's just like do something with it. That's, it, that's like, not bad. It's like a lot of games. You can see that the concept is here and they have good ideas. But there's something that's bungled down the line, or they don't. They like don't go far enough in a direction, or they go too far in a different direction, or they just make a bunch of weird ass decisions. The one that I always, the one that always just makes me the most upset is, why the hell are the mini games required to progress in this in the tournament campaign mode? Why do I need to be good at the basketball mode, which requires different gameplay? Than the normal mode, and if I fail the basketball, then I can't proceed. Yes, Smash adds mini games to its uh, classic mode, but guess what? If I fail them, it's fine. I can keep going. Right. Arms. Uh, yeah. It's get good at basketball. It's like I don't want to get good at basketball. I want to punch people. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, it was it was a cri- critical error and probably contributed to why it was not a success. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, it's got um, it's an interesting concept of the game, and if they'd made a second one of it and they improved on areas, go for it. Yeah. But as it stands, not. I'm not with it. No, me either. Um. All that being said, I I once again two percent. I'm going two percent as well. I, I yeah. think it's extremely low, but I think it's better than Grindelda. Yeah, pro- <laughs> makes me a little sad, but yes. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have a character that I think might be a little bit more interesting to discuss, uh, possibly a little polarizing within uh, their games community. Viola mm-hmm. okay. from Bayonetta Three. Yeah. Mhm. Mhm. So Viola is played similarly to Bayonetta and Bayonetta 3 with some key differences. I mean, she's got a big-ass sword um, that she uses for her main attacks. And instead of having the... um, the, the, I forget what it's called. Like, Bayonetta's whole time-slowy thing 
Which oh, time? Uh, what, which time? Which, uh, yeah. instead of, mm -hmm. What Viola has is a counter-based system that she uses. Mm -hmm. uh, she's got like this big uh, a teddy bear demon that she can summon out and have attack for her. So there's definitely a unique makeup there. I think most people tend to go, be, before this game, everybody's just like, oh, Jean is the obvious Bayonetta second rep. And she can be an echo fighter of Bayonetta. It's like, that's still true. She can be an easy uh, echo fighter. Uh, Viola, I don't think really, I mean, they could make an echo fighter out of her if they really wanted to, but I feel like it would be a detriment to the character in the series. But mm -hmm. I feel like she has supplanted Jean as the obvious second choice especially because of how Bayonetta 3 ends. Uh, it mm -hmm. just it just makes sense to me that you would add Viola in next if, if you're going to add another Bayonetta character. And that is always the big question mark for me with these third-party franchises. One, is this the character you add in? Two, do you add another? In most cases, mm -hmm. I say no. And in this case... I'm kind of veering no myself. I, I see the, um, you know, there there was a huge marketing hype behind behind Bayonetta being included. I mean, there she was the the supposed most viable option for Smash Four. What I was the final what character. I would give to see the ordered list of characters by how many votes they got worldwide. What I would give to see that list. My God, there's yeah, got there's got to be some fun data to analyze there. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, I, I think given that Nintendo is publishing the, the series now, she's maintained, like, I, I'm not surprised that, I would not be horribly surprised if she made it into a Smash, a theoretical Smash with cuts. Um, you know, especially if there there was a Bayonetta 4 in development yeah. to the Switch 2. Um, which I guess is kind of all up in the air now since Kami left platinum true so, um, and it sounds we, we like will... it wasn't a amicable split it sounds like he was very unhappy not to speculate too much oh, like, yeah. we don't have information but uh it doesn't sound like it was peaceful yeah yeah better not talk too much about it or he might block us on x formerly known as twitter yeah he doesn't he, he doesn't even know who we are and we don't even have a twitter account for, yeah, I was going to say, also formerly known as a viable social media platform. Anyway, um, the character, I mean, I know nothing about the character. I know that she is polarizing within the Bayonetta community. Bayonetta 3 is polarizing within the Bayonetta story standpoint, but also from, I guess, a, a game structure and, and gameplay standpoint as well. So it's it's kind of all, it's it's a mixed bag, one and two. Yeah. Um, I don't think that necessarily puts a damper on it, especially if there. If I mean, Viola will naturally be in Bayonetta. Is one. Uh, that's just the way the story has progressed, and she will probably be the main character or main character, a large portion of that game. So there, there's room there to think like, oh, she could make it in. Um, at this junction with the information that we have. I kind of don't see it. I, I think she's far more likely than the uh, characters we've discussed so far, but I don't think that that means she's very high up. Yeah. Well, one one thing I will disagree with is I don't necessarily think Viola is good. I'm not, I'm not trying to think of how to say this. I don't think there's a guarantee 
that Viola will be the lead of a fourth Bayonetta game, or technically fifth, because we have a prequel with, uh, what was it, Strays in the Lost Beginnings or something like that, where it follows Bayonetta mm -hmm. as a child, which is a very interesting concept. Because mm -hmm. um, like, the yeah, way that Bayonetta games kind of work, I would not be surprised if we do something non-linear for the next game, and we do with something in the past. And Bayonetta 3 also opened up the Bayonetta multiverse, but they also ended up killing most, if not every, Bayonetta in the multiverse. Which is like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. But, yeah. And, and there's also, there's theories that the Bayonetta in Bayonetta's 1, 2, and 3 are all different Bayonettas. Like, there, there's that, too. Jesus. So it's it's hard to say. And, and, the, and Viola, the character we know of her, is the daughter of an alternate Bayonetta from a from one of these other multi from one of these other uh, worlds. So who mm -hmm. the hell knows? All we really know for sure is how Bayonetta three ends, and that Viola basically ends up taking up the Bayonetta name. So it's like obviously this is where Camia and Platinum at the time planned for the series to go, but with Camia now out and with the fan reception to Bayonetta three, it's always possible that they will change course. Um, I, I will add too that um, one of the last things that Kamiya said about Bayonetta before he had left is uh, something about the character of Bayonetta herself and that we would see her again outside of just the past. Oh yeah. I mean that's just a smart thing to say in general even if it's not true because you gotta know that when you do, when you do something like what they did with Bayonetta 3 there is always a good chance for the, for the fan base to revolt and so yeah. you gotta have a backup plan and even whether it's true or not it's like you you, you say the words that need to be said for marketing not that i think yeah. camia necessarily gives a shit about is, internet is camia is not, yeah he's not not necessarily a great marketer in general no. <laughs> but at the same time camia himself is marketing just not in the traditional sense right 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 um that's true. Um, you know, and I and I don't really have the grounds to say this, having not played or experienced the game in any way. But I think, generally speaking, I like that direction they they went. At. It's like I wish that more games had. I will I will say that, um, like Age of Calamity. Like, what's what's the point of playing this? The fact that all right, here's one of our famous side tangents. The fact that <laughs> they have Age of Calamity, which is marketed as being, here's the prequel to Breath of the Wild. You get to see the calamity happen. It's like, it's, we're all just like, oh my god. We're, we get to see Hyrule fall. Holy shit, that's cool. We get to play as Link mm -hmm. and the champions fighting back against Ganon's uh, Arpy and trying to defeat him, but knowing that they will inevitably fail. And then they pulled time travel shenanigans and had the champion descendants, or cha the champ, the adjacent champions. I'm gonna call them the adjacent champions uh, from Breath mm -hmm. of the Wild. Time travel back to the past of the calamity for some fucking reason. How I don't even know how the fuck that all happened. Because as soon as I learned about this in the leaks, I lost interest in the game. And then they end up saving the day, and they defeat Ganon in the past. Like what the fuck? Why? Yeah. Like you just mm -hmm. killed, you you just killed what that game was supposed to be. Yeah, 
Could have been a side mode. Could have been a separate guided yes. story. Yes. Yeah. It, they they could have been like a a good like it's like okay here here was here's the main campaign we saw what happens here but then oh, what's this you you've unlocked other mode that that's mm-hmm. weird echoes of the future what the fuck does that mean oh my god oh and it's just like a whole AU scenario of like what if that would have been really yeah. cool if that was yeah. a side mode but not as the main mm-hmm. campaign yeah honestly my favorite warriors game that nintendo's collaborated on is, is hyrule warriors by by far because it's total nonsense and that's where it works they're, they're not trying to do something profound uh which, just, here you go which one exactly did you say the original uh, hyrule Warriors or did you say fire emblem hyrule hyrule warriors. okay the original hyrule I, I, yeah, no, no way, in, no way, no. With the, with the character, with the character selection in, in Fire Emblem Warriors, no. Three Hopes though was Hubs, was a fun play. It's very disappointing when you realize that oh, this is just three more Three Houses routes. Mm-hmm. Really, mm-hmm. but the gameplay was solid. Yeah, precisely why Hyrule is is still my favorite of all of them. But I will give you the gameplay is is technically much more. Uh, profound in three hopes yeah and i also like that with um with the original hyper warriors the character choices were fun like yes there's some that needed to be there but then they also were not afraid to kind of go weird once they had like okay here's who we need it's like all right uh now who do you want to add agatha like mm-hmm. what? yeah never would have Ag- ne- agatha would have never been on my radar and they're just like yeah all right and then they yep. had um, Marin. Uh, mm-hmm. Who? I want. I would say Tingle, but Tingle's really not a ridiculous choice on the same level as those two. Um, Marin, the King of Hyrule, the Great Fairy, King of Hyrule. That's the other one. Oh my god! <laughs> it's like, uh huh. Like this. This is the chaos energy. The people making the Crash Bandicoot Racing remake had. It's like, oh, you guys don't like how we designed Rillaroo to be in this game? Don't worry. We'll fix it. Introducing the next character. Fixed Rillaroo. That's his actual name. They did not fix yeah. Rillaroo. They added in a second Rillaroo. He's like, you fucking chaos gremlins. <laughs> I res- on the one hand, I'm upset because that took away a slot that a different character could have had. But at the same level, man, I respect that. I respect mm-hmm. the hell out mm-hmm. of that. It's like if Sakurai turns around and Smash Six. Oh, you hated Piranha Plant? Here's Deku Baba. You want another Zelda character? <laughs> Fuck me. Anyway. <laughs> Why not Gibdo? One day. <laughs> the butterfly Gibdo's from uh from Tears of the Kingdom. Terrifying. Okay, but yeah, um, Viola. Viola. <laughs> yes, um, I actually that... forgot we were talking. About. All, all I have to say, I think Viola definitely has better chances than the previous three that we discussed. Um, I, I think I think well, Bayonetta isn't a third party franchise that I would personally choose to get a second rep. I think there is a chance, especially because of Nintendo's relationship with Platinum and Nintendo's relationship with Bayonetta. Uh, I think I think there's a possibility here of it happening. Um. Mm-hmm. 
I, I do think it largely depends on what Platinum's plans are moving forward. And if they, if, if Sakura were to come calling and ask about Viola, and if Platinum said, like, oh, yeah, we're not using her again, Bayonetta 4 will not have her in it. It's going to be a solo Luca adventure or something. Uh, then it'd be like, okay, it's not happening. But I think I think there's a chance, not a very big chance. We're going to go with, I'm going to say 11%. Okay. I yeah, that's fair. I, I'll say for the for the sake of the the possibility that we get her I'll go slightly higher. Fourteen. Fourteen. Alright, that's gonna be a twelve and a half percent off uh average. There you go. There we go indeed. Alright, next up, our final Wraith of Chances character of the night, and the uh, the biggest one of all, Waluigi, baby. Let's fucking go. <laughs> My favorite podcast guest host. I, I don't know he what was here. going on about this. He was here at the start of this season, and no, what a great job he did. No, he wasn't. Yeah, go back and watch the episode. I don't need to watch to know that you're bullshitting me. No, no, he was there. He was there, and he was, he was beautiful. No. Yes. Moving. If on. there's one thing, one thing I can assure you of, it's that Waluigi is a beautiful person. Sure. Now let's talk about his chances. Let's talk about his chances. First of all, uh, God, Wal Waluigi oh. in a way is very much the elephant in the room when it comes to the Smash fan base. Because there are people that legitimately want Waluigi like you and I. There are people that only want him to troll. Or that, or because he's a funny meme. There are people that legitimately do not want him. And then there are people who don't want him purely, to, purely because they think, because of the memers. And that's, that's that, and then there's the people that are just sick of him being talked about. And that, that's pretty much where everybody yeah. lands on Waluigi. That there's, mm -hmm. there is no other group. The, the neutral group is the people who are just sick of people talking about him. Mm-hmm. And we've talked like about him did. a fair bit. He, he's he's probably one of the characters that we've talked about the most on the podcast. Although I think Byleth takes the number one slot and not for positive reasons. Uh -huh. Right. But Waluigi has a huge internet push for him. And we know that the Smash Ballot uh, definitely had an effect on the ultimate roster. It's been outright confirmed that the Belmonts, Ridley, uh, and K. Rule, and I think also Banjo Kazooie, were all not necessarily added 100% because of the ballot, but they were put on Sakurai's radar because of the ballot. I think Krom, I think I think Krom also owes uh, his inclusion due to the Smash ballot because he was he was considered for Smash Four, but was passed on. But then Sakurai saw like, oh. Crom's getting a lot of votes. Mm -hmm. All right, I can make this work. I I, I think that's true. I I might be wrong, but I think I re I remember seeing that somewhere. But what Waluigi mm -hmm. is in a complicated place because of the internet fandom and like, okay, how much of this is real? How much of this is trolls? Uh, we don't really know Sakurai's view on him. We people assume that Sakurai hates the character. We don't know that. But there, there's also the fact that like, okay, if you look at the Mario franchise. We have a lot of Mario characters in Smash. 
Some people argue mm-hmm. we don't need more. I think that's silly. But I think the Me other too. question is who else is in that top contention slot? Mm-hmm. I think it's Waluigi. I think it's some form of Toad. I think it's Paper Mario. And I or it's um Egad or King Boo. I think those are are the are where you would look at for the next Mario characters. Those are the only mm-hmm. ones that like jump out to me. And by some form of Toad, I mean either Toad himself or Captain Toad. E- e- either right. or. But I don't... Mm-hmm. Unless I'm missing somebody else, I don't see any other Mario character approaching those ones. And even then, among that group, I think there's a there's definitely a hierarchy. Waluigi is definitely the most household name. Well, Toad is the most household name on a casual level. Waluigi is the most household name on a hardcore... Mario fan level. Right. Right. Um, it, it is a point of contention. I mean, Sakurai is well aware, Nintendo is well aware that the character is very, very requested for Smash. Um, but the, the contention there is how they interpret it. Mm-hmm. Do, they, do they see it as more of a legitimate choice or do they see it as a meme pick? If they still, after this all of this time, Rest, while Luigi's not playable because I'm a joke, then his chances are tanked yeah. near zero. Um, but if there's a legitimacy to it, and and you know, understanding uh, where they're coming from, because there there is a lot of bullshit on the internet about Waluigi, um, and it, and it's easy to and I and I could see in his shoes where connected to the community that the fans are, and your your funnel. BS coming to you media and then algorithmically getting first you know it's it's uh you know i i forgive him for that viewpoint okay i i get it i mean if you if you don't see that k rule and ridley are very received choices you know to be included in the one you may not you're not going to see that with luigi yeah um, I, think, I think that's a big point of it yeah. as well. Um, to try to recap what you were trying to say, because you know, mm-hmm. situations. Um, one of the things that Sakurai talked about is like, or I don't know if Sakurai talked about it, but it came out from somewhere that he didn't really think Ridley and King K. Rool were that popular. He he had no idea. He was blindsided by seeing the results. Like, oh wow, people actually want these characters. I thought it was just the internet being the internet, which valid the internet is oftentimes the internet <laughs> uh, and i think waluigi very much falls into that category but i think after seeing the response from ultimate this is very much not necessarily do or die but it definitely feels like waluigi this is your last chance it depends on what format the next smash game takes if we're doing everyone is here too if we're just cutting back a few and adding more, or if we're like doing sweeping cuts and completely shaking up the roster, with the way the fan reception was to him in Ultimate, and his mm-hmm. not being in, it really feels like if he's not added into the next one, it was very much a hard, intentional choice. Right. It, it almost feels like a trap. Like, no matter what mm-hmm. Sakurai does, it's going to be definitive in some way, right. shape, or form. 
Right. Um, you know, to to debunk some some past theories, though, I, I think the crowd that says Waluigi's not going to end because he's a spinoff character, I think that argument's completely bunk. Yeah. Um, Smash itself is a spinoff. Next. <laughs> I mean, come on. Uh, and and Waluigi, I mean, he's he's profoundly a, a spinoff character. He has been um, in almost every Mario spinoff title. I wish he were in a main game, but he's been in almost every Mario spinoff title since fuck, his conception. What the fuck? Yeah, it's it's an outlier. Like people, the casual gamer, the 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 family gamer, the child, the parent, they know who Waluigi is. There's the contingent of people who, in the casual crowd like the character they know nothing about all of this it's he's just a character that gets a lot of room to show himself off and and garner a legitimate fan base outside of the outside of this insular vocal minority of smash fans who who harass sakurai about it yeah um so so you know there there may be some inner dialogue not just from sakurai but but maybe folks at nintendo like oh character waluigi makes sense he's appeared in fucking a hundred games since 2000 <laughs> yeah yeah mm-hmm. it's like there, there um, was definitely a meeting yeah. between some group of people when when they saw the fan response about him being in sister again there was definitely some meeting with Zelda. Was like did you know this he was this popular no i had no idea i was like should we yeah, do something yeah. about that what can we do it's like i, I don't know right something like good luck. <laughs> i i could see i could see miyamoto having input their uh nintendo ead development group like that it's it's such a contention it's this is like the stickiest smash character situation uh ever almost ever if if not like it's it's very very uh top of mind yeah. Um and and discussing it here his his I, his chances are very much like superior to the other four we've talked about. But it's like where does that land? Yeah. It's it's so hard to say. Um you know because the heart wants you to lead it and say, "Yeah, of course he's making it in." I'm like that's not real. <laughs> But but saying that his chances are near zero is is also far from the truth. Yeah, it, he's he's a very difficult one to rate, just because mm-hmm. the circumstances around him are immense. Really, they're, right, they're right. polarizing. Mm-hmm. Like if he got in, there would be wild cheers and then some disgruntlement. I don't think there'd be too much disgruntlement. Honestly, I think it basically right. would be the people that. We're sick of the Waluigi fans, or that wanted a different Mario character. Beyond that, I don't think there would be too much negativity. But at the same time, the Waluigi clamor does get too negative whenever he's not mm-hmm. added. Like the, right. the the way people were acting uh, when he was really being assisted to get an ultimate was obscene. People should not be acting that way. Like it's and these people, I mean, it's the Smash, it's the Smash community. Probably over half of them were adults, and they were acting that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's embarrassing. Uh, adults, just because mm-hmm. you're just because you've reached a certain age, 
it does not mean you're mature. Respect your elders, no. and I'll respect no. people that actually have common sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the uh, yeah, the internet's already not a place for nuance. Don't make it any any more shitty. Yeah. Um, and that that goes for like every everything. But but um to the Waluigi point as well. Um I I feel like I've settled on on a nice round number. Um taking into consideration that he's not a given, but he's definitely highly discussed and, and has a legitimate At the very least, um, he's going to be on the Mario shortlist because he borderline mm-hmm. has to be. It's just gonna be a matter of the Sekai want to do that. And mm-hmm. is there another Mario character that he thinks should be propelled first? Like I could, I would understand. I don't think the internet would take it this way, but I could understand if he added in a character like Paper Mario, or if he added yeah. in King Boo. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I could understand if he made those choices first. Well, yeah, if, you, if you're looking I at it from a sales standpoint yeah. for King Boo, yeah. Well, that and also Luigi's Mansion would just be like a whole different subsection. Mm-hmm. Of mainline yeah. games, not and, and there's Mario, no better time for, right? And there's no better time for Paper Mario now that Thousand Year Doors coming out remade. That assumes that the next Smash roster would be being worked on right now, though. Right. There's a likelihood you just don't, we just don't know. Yeah, there 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 is a chance. Mm-hmm. But we'll just he's see. actually listening to this show right now and deciding based on what we say here. Hundred percent. <laughs> uh, okay I, i'm gonna i'm gonna land on yeah um and this feels a little high still but screw it 64 <laughs> percent i was i was yep. thinking 60 there I, you I, go i felt 60 feels like a nice sweet spot of mm-hmm. uh this definitely feels like his it has his best shot but with the stickiness mm-hmm. of the character, it's I really didn't feel like I could go much harder. Like seventy felt like too much, but yeah, sixty-six yeah. score average sixty-two. I think that works. It's yeah, he his it's more than fifty for sure, like considerably more than fifty, but not a hundred. Uh, I I would respect fifty because just because it's mm-hmm. how difficult it would be to really judge him, right? But anything right. below that, it's like yeah, I don't know if I'd agree there. Maybe a mm-hmm. forty-nine. Yeah. All right. Well, okay. we've, uh, we've completed the research chances portion of the episode. So now it's time to move on to Smash or Dash. <laughs> you know, just uh, <laughs> trying out a little a little announcement there. Right, uh, I right. don't want to be too loud because, again, I am house-sitting in an apartment and there are people above me. So I don't want to be, like, loud about it. Yeah, right, Otherwise, right. if I was home, yeah, I would have done it. I so would have. What a, what a, yeah, yeah. And plus, Otis is back there sleeping. I mean, they're all laying down, but none of them are named Otis. And none of them are, oh, God okay. damn it. I looked at them and they saw me look at them. <laughs> I'm moving on. Uh, our next, our, our first Smash Dash matchup, we got two characters from the Earthbound or Mother series, as it's known in Japan. Because mm-hmm. we decided, you know what? We've got Ness, we've got Lucas, they're both PSI users. What if we talked about characters that weren't PSI users? Let's talk about Jeff, and let's talk about Duster. Oh, yeah. Uh, we 
what 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 is there to say to start out with talking about these two characters? Jeff, Jeff, I can tell you this. He's one of the four main characters in uh, Earthbound, one of the four chosen heroes. But unlike uh, all three of the others, he has no PSI ability whatsoever. Instead, he's an inventor. He mm -hmm. he's one of three and inv four inventor characters in the game. Uh, one of the others being his father, and then there's Apple Kid and Orange Kid, which. Yep. I mean, at least one of them is useful. But Jeff, he's got multi-bottle <laughs> rockets. He's got other things that I can't remember because I can't find a list of all his tools that I wanted to find mm -hmm. beforehand. Uh, heavy bazooka defense shower, which I think that either lowers or raises the defense. I don't... I'm not sure. Uh, there's there's stuff. But right. he he's um, much more technology-focused since you know he can't do anything. PSI and his main weapon is I can't remember what his main weapon is. I, I know he has like the little the little laser gun, but I can't remember like what else he has. He has something else I thought. Hmm. I don't know, I'm not terribly familiar. Guns apparently is what they label his primary weapons as. Okay, oh, not like for real, standard, not like well. standard guns. You, yes, for standard, for standard, he uses a gun, but um, like techie guns. He's got like the hungry HP sucker, the neutralizer, the shield killer. Uh, he can look up opponents' attributes with the spy ability and steal items. Apparently, I don't remember that, but okay. Okay. Then there's Duster. Okay. Duster, he was not yes. an inventor. He's just a dude with random shit. He's a thief and a, an ex-band member. Aren't all yes, well. thieves ex-band members? Yes. Uh, he was a bassist, which makes it even worse. Uh, yeah, and I think his primary weapon, if I recall... Which is kind of funny. Uh, we missed what his primary weapon was there. What is going on this episode? Do I really have to kiss my mic the entire time? I mean, this it's is this not is just like, this episode. This is this is obscene. Oh, this is the worst it's ever been. If, it, or at least, as far as you're recounting, it is. <laughs> um, yeah, his, his uh, primary weapon. There, there. I just looked it up. They are wall staples. He Giant he uses a wall staple thing. Yeah, yeah. Pretty entertaining. Pretty entertaining. Um, and for some reason he has a pendulum that can put people to sleep, smoke bombs that make people cry uncontrollably, uh, the, the siren beetle, um, I guess that's some sort of counter thing that makes them dizzy, and he has a mask that scares people, as well as a tickle stick. So there's that. He's also the one that uses the rope snake that Lucas has for his grabbing. Uh, oh, his right. Right, 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 right. Um, if this were right, their chances, that might have rated his chances a little lower. Uh, but, um, so. okay. Yeah, that's, I mean, yeah, you're right. I mean, there already are far more similarities between Ness and Lucas than there would be between Lucas yeah. and Duster. And because, like, they um, always give, Luke, give the rope snake to Duster or, like, take it away from Lucas or just... If Duster doesn't have it, or just let them both use it in different ways. Who cares? Right. And apparently Duster also is responsible for putting together some sort of like Mr. Saturn technology thing with a bunch of flying birds inside of a 
they use to escape for some reason at some point. That... Okay. So there's that. <laughs> the flying whatchamacallit, it's called, per, per the wiki here. <laughs> okay. Uh, so the, these characters are very different from each other, but they also fill the same archetype within the party. Yes. And that's why they're up against each other here today. Okay. Very nice. Uh, any opening thoughts? Uh, I think on on a level, both these characters are like very, very close to each other in terms of their viability for Smash. Both of them are the non-PSI party members, uh, Tunes and Lucas, who are already in. If we were discussing a character from the original Mother game um, with Ninten, I might rate them higher just because we don't have anybody from those mm-hmm. from that game yet. But we basically have Inventor versus Thief with low techie type stuff, generally speaking, versus yeah. random ass items. And it's like, why do you have a staple this big? I don't know, man. But you use <laughs> it. Yeah, he does. Yeah, but he does. um, we, we, you mentioned a lot of the Duster's Thieves tools there. <laughs> I imagine you could probably also just like use anything else that is considered an item that can be used in battle in Mother 3, which I don't have much experience in what those different items are. Just sure. like Absolutely, he has the thieves' tools at his disposal. But who says he can't use something else? Like, I'm grabbing something at random here. Uh, mystical stick? Is that something? That... Nope, that's one. Of, that's Lucas's yeah. ultimate weapon. He cannot use the mystical stick. I have randomly chosen a poor choice. Bug a spray. fake bat. That? No, yeah, there bug you go. spray. The bug spray is an item. It deals a lot of damage to bugs. Which, I mean, yes. I don't really know why you would include that, but theoretically, he could. Similarly, um, uh, Jeff... Wear an alligator hat, apparently. That sounds like a piece of defensive equipment. Similarly, but uh, yeah. Jeff has all of his inventions, but then he can also use other items from the game. Uh, one, one thing that's weird that he can use is protractors, which mm-hmm. I don't know what it's supposed to do. Don't you like drive the like a like a heavy duty thing? You can use at the farm or something to cut down grass, pick up, shovel some stuff. No, that is a tractor. A tractor. Oh, okay. I thought it was like a Tonka thing. It, it sounds like actually I'm reading this here. It looks like the protractor is actually something you use if you just don't waste your turn. Oh, cool. Oh, that's a protractor. I remember that from math class. Sad. Yes. Sad memories. Did you actually not know what I was talking about? Because I couldn't tell if that was troll or not. <laughs> For a sec. I mean, I, I haven't seen. Okay. There's also the ruler, <laughs> uh, which has the exact same usage. Uh, you just you just look mm-hmm. at it. It's like congratulations. You can now <laughs> figure out the length of things. And it wastes your turns, like oh, pretty useful. Okay. Well, um, I feel like that would easily could be, that a would be a taunt. Yeah, it's it's an easy taunt. It's an easy mm-hmm. taunt. But you know, the hungry yeah. HP sucker. I, I think that has. I don't. The thing the thing about Earthbound that makes Earthbound difficult is most of these items and things don't have a look. They're just text. Yeah. They have no design to them, so anything has to be like created from scratch of what they would look like. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what is, Mother what Three is better. What do, what does that yeah. put in your mind? What kind of picture is that? I don't know. Uh, right. A fucking funnel. A funnel. Man. 
Right. That's interesting to think about. Mother Mother Three is better, where they do have pictures for most of the items, but it's still not. They're they're super tiny. It's not like incredible. Yeah. Detail. The the only thing I yeah. know for sure that will be part of uh, Jeff's kit is he's gonna have the multi bottle rocket, and the big bottle rocket. That that's all I would really <laughs> know for sure. You could you could fashion himself to have a bottle rocket jetpack as his top special. That would make a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah, that would be neat. But it's that would hard be to neat. Say I, I, what else? Yeah, I I think a gun that could change like the type of beam that you use, like you mentioned, an AP draining thing or some something like that. Maybe maybe a gun that implement shoots. Interesting. Give him the yogurt dispenser, and make it look like a gun, <laughs> so it just fires out globs of what is it? Tuna flavored yogurt because that's the only kind oh of my fire. God. So gloves oh my of tuna God. flavored yogurt, and that's that's his neutral special. That is so like disgusting to think about. Like You're welcome. <laughs> not to mention like the the look of that is not pleasant. No, it it sounds disgusting. <laughs> yeah, like, this does. is an item that does not have a, a a look to its design. It's just text. But mm, right, man. Right. Mm. Uh, maybe if it shot out an entire tuna instead, like a like a whole live fish. Um, but no, it's it's spurts of yogurt. Yeah, like with like, <laughs> like a a, a a a tuna head, just like sticking out of it. Oh, oh God, I'm gonna be sick. <laughs> I love this discussion, but I hate this discussion. <laughs> Jesus Christ! That is so, that is so nasty. I'm also taking mental notes because I have made a move set for mm -hmm. Paula, and I mm -hmm. plan to make a move set for Jeff and Pooh to complete the whole Earthbound Quartet someday. Nice. Like... Can't forget <laughs> Apple Kid and Orange Kid. Fuck that. It's like, am I going to put the yogurt dispenser as his actual attack on Smashtopia? I might. I fucking might. at this at this point you it's almost like you you're, you have to. I I, um, I feel like I'm backing myself into a corner. Yeah, you're kind of kind of are. Oh, um, Jeff is a brilliant inventor in many ways. Yes. Oh my god. Um, Duster a little less so. He 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 kind of flies by the seat of his pants and and gets himself out of sticky situations by uh kind of dumb luck and having these weird utility things like very very much just very random. Yeah. like there there's a, a the method to his character is chaos it's he's like a like in that regard it's like what where you can take a wallow if you really want isn't he um, also an amnesiac or is that another character i think so um i believe so let me Try and see if that's on the mother, the wiki bound that I'm them looking at right here. Amnesia, yes, yes, he is an amnesia. He is an amnesia, just like Ring a Bell, our favorite character from Bravely, Bravely Default. Um, all, all said, um, Team Idiot. We kind of did. We, <laughs> he, he kind of, we kind of did the run over of his character already. He, uh, strange inventions, um, just of a different kind than Jeff's, just with giant staples and a, and a 
live snake that is a rope. And a tickle stick. And a tickle stick and a beetle that acts like a siren. So I can imagine the siren beetle could be like a down similar to the super horn from maybe it could be something wait um what do you mean the super horn of the down special no the 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 siren beetle could be similar to that like in in terms of how it work okay right 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 um and then it makes people dizzy kind of like mewtwo's down special so uh there there's that um, someone like where, where's about on, on another smash wiki that I'm looking at here too. Well, well, kind of like to help think of what a moveset could even look like. Uh, they mention, oh, his old band ECMC, may, that could be involved somewhere too. make him fight with his base or, um, have it be the final smash because what the hell else is it going to be? Something giant, something. So he, guns. he's. You there know, you go. Stable guns, but here's the wall staple gun. <laughs> yeah, he's all over the damn place. Um, and so yeah, he's he's um. Oh, here's something I never I never realized. Hmm. I'm w- looking at Wikibound here. The main party doesn't actually include Flint. It's Boney who's the final character. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's pretty funny. Try, um, it, it's I don't I, yeah. I don't understand it. Someday I'll yeah. play Mother 3. I've only played Original Artifound, and that was, what, three, f- four years ago? Years ago. Mm-hmm. Has it really been that long already? Jesus. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. I, yeah, I remember actually, the commentary. Like, it would have been yeah. 2020, 2021, somewhere around there. I don't think about it. Mm-hmm. Gosh. Um. All that being said, it's fairly even matchup, actually. Yeah, I, I see the merit. I see the merit in both. It, I think you would lean. You would lean in terms. Of yeah, inside of Earthbound, it's like, all right, which flavor do you want? Yeah, I, I think you would lean Jeff if you want something a little more um, concise. Duster's kind of more sporadic. So it's just like, what do you want? As you said, and shall we ask, what do you want? <laughs> Honestly, I can be convinced either way between these two because, again, like these are more of the same things. But I have a Me lean. Too. My mm-hmm. lean isn't necessarily because of of anything that's, that I specifically want. That's not why I have my right. lean. My lean is, right. I guess I'll say it. My my lean is Duster, and I'm saying Duster okay. because I don't think there's any other character. At least that I can think of, that would encroach on Duster's territory, in terms of who he is, what he uses, how he fights. Whereas Jeff, he's an inventor. Yeah. There are several inventor options that you could feasibly go with. Egad, Egad. being yep. uh, one of the bigger ones. And so I feel like in that respect, Duster, but both would be unique. But I feel like Duster has less competition, and mm-hmm. he, he would have like. Let, let's. I don't even know. How, I don't even really know how to describe it, but I think you understand what I'm trying to say. He's yeah. He stands out more. Hmm. Interesting. I, I, part of me felt like you might be leaning Jeff um, for for more of the concise p- uh, potential, and you'd mentioned you want to make a Jeff move set. Uh, I, mean, I do prior like to the idea of a, yeah. an inventor character in Smash. I I would love to mm-hmm. see an inventor in. Or seeing some some kind of like an engineer type character, but right, I, right. 
and, and it's it's a it's it's a very close lane. Like I could like I said, yeah. I could go either way. But I think I think Duster edges it for me. Duster sure edges it. Um and I I actually there, I don't know if there's gonna be any argument for Jeff here because I agree. I'm Duster is my lean. Um and we're we're kind of in lockstep here, so so perhaps Duster's moving on. And it's for the same reasons that not a whole lot more to add. Other tuna yogurt shit made me a little i mean jeff may have lost me there Aww, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> no but um yeah but but duster i i think he's the more like jeff is very he's a cool character but he's he's, he's very prototypical more well known uh yeah by yeah fans because you know earth released right. and outside of japan and mother three didn't Right. He's more well known and 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 so on, but uh, but Duster feels less of an archetype. He he's so so odd. He's less and I and I yeah yeah he he is uh I I and that's where where I where my where my vote lies a more fun in my mind. Yeah. Mm hmm. Cool. So that wasn't a that wasn't a tiebreaker. Nope. Our fans are disappointed. Well, they wanted to vote well, again. Too bad. So fair. <laughs> yeah. Big Ripidu. <laughs> so uh that is Duster succeeding over Jeff. He will move on to the tournament games at the end of the year. But we got one more matchup to discuss here. And this one I think is gonna be a bit a little bit more to discussion. Uh we want mm -hmm. to be on two characters from the same franchise. It's two characters from the WarioWare side of things. It's Mona versus Nine Volt. No. Oh. So nice. we have, you know, both these characters. They help out Wario. They make games for WarioWare Incorporated. Uh, Mona is kind of like the every girl in WarioWare. Mm -hmm. She's had a different job in most, if not every single WarioWare game, having a wide variety, which gives her a wider variety of aspects to choose from to represent her. She's She rides on a moped. She's got... Uh, cheerleader skills she's been a pizza delivery girl um she's been a detective of some form i think she's she's had a variety of or an ex, a safari explorer actually it looks like as an explorer of nature temple um she, she's got she's pulled a lot of jobs mm -hmm. apparently she has a boomerang and get together which okay sure why not but mona is the girl that can do everything and worry where yeah. Meanwhile, her opponent is Ninevolt, who is a child. He is an elementary school student, and maybe we shouldn't be beating up children in fighting games. But I also advocate for the baby Mario Bros, so I don't give a shit. Ah, uh, Ness and Lucas are already there. That's true. Yeah. How old are they? I thought they were teens. I'm pretty sure. Are they? Well, from the design, you would never know. Like, it's just... I mean... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I I had assumed they were like ten. I mean, Pokemon Trainer is ten. I that's I, weird. Oh no 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 yeah no, no 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 he's thirteen. Lucas Ness is, is thirteen. Well, L Lucas is seventeen, supposedly after the time skip. But that's what that was the plan for the N sixty four version. We don't have confirmation on the GBA version of the game. Mm -hmm. What what okay? I know I can tell. I know what grade thirteen would be. That would be um. That's that's eighth grade, eighth grade, ninth grade. 
I don't know yeah. what grade 10 is. I'd have to work it back on the math, which I'm mm, be fifth grade. Fifth, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. The protagonist of Mega Man Battle Network is 10 years old. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> He's a fifth, sixth grader saving the world from cyber threats. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. The adults in video games. <laughs> <laughs> but basically to go back to it nine volt again he is a he's an elementary school student but ian he has a big love for nintendo especially retro uh nes uh and older especially he might be into snes and 64 at this point in the timeline i'm not sure because those systems are now very old but yep. uh i don't really know what the cutoff is in warrior where if they've let him do and 64 things as far as like move it is concerned or what games they let him pull from now but he he's very he's very centered in that theme whereas Mona has like a different theme each game allowing them to show up with her Nightville always sticks to I'm a gamer give me that retro Nintendo good shit right for sure um yeah, and, and how would that? I'm I'm very interested, and I know Ninevolt is a character you've personally championed for. A... No secret there. Um, you know, I'm very interested in in seeing where that move set would realize. Think I I can't remember. You made a move set for my Ninevolt already. Have oh yeah, years ago. Like that's what I thought. 2019, long time ago. Mm-hmm. So um. Mona, I I mean, she would she has a number of different jobs she can pull from, uh, the cheerleader, uh, pizza person, delivery girl, I guess, um, like pop diva. There's there's a number of different. She she's a very like layman character in stream sense. There's a lot of funny, glamorous stuff happening. But she would be kind of a grounded character in terms of her comparing her to other members of the world. Um, her moped would be a given. I think pizza. From there, I don't really know. Like, can do a number of things. She has animal friends. I I, th- I think another special release um, would be her tossing the baton up and then jumping up to catch it. That's true. Either that or a pizza parachute. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, any anyway, uh, so nine volt. I mean, looking back here, I like I like what you've got going on here. I'm so and using anything from cube controller and uh, the Wii Zapper makes an appearance. Yeah, even I... a rumble. The rumble pack is an up special. The vibration and the jet. That's pretty. That's actually pretty. Um, pretty. The virtual boys there too. Yeah, I, I think virtual boys. Yeah, I think Wii Zapper realistically would just be like the NES zapper. I don't know mm-hmm. why I went with the Wii zapper for this for when I made this moveset. I mean, this was before mm-hmm. Ultimate, not before Smash 4. Um, but it, so it was closer to the Wii time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think the Wii zapper is like a more interesting design to it. Uh, right. Kind of like, you know, typical rifle holding, whereas NES zapper is just like a pistol. Yeah. But, I mean, either way, that could function same way. Controller lasso, I'm personally a fan of swinging an NES, SNES game, and store GameCube controller like a lasso, just like trying to pull a character back. I think it's fun. A rumble pack, jet pack. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, man, my down special was Virtual Boy. 
which could summon up yeah, characters from the Virtual Boy to do an attack. <laughs> Donkey Kong Jr. Yep. Oh my God. Okay, I know who I'm voting for. <laughs> Mario's tennis. Mario's tennis. Yes, everybody. Skill. He pulls favorite. out the Game Boy camera. And he takes a picture, mm -hmm. uh, which can yeah. stun opponents. And his final mm -hmm. smash was NES remix. Where he at this point now he pulls out the NES stopper and he fires it. Uh, if mm -hmm. it hits something, they go into a cinematic where they get attacked from a variety of uh, characters that were appeared in NES games using their NES design. So it's like you'd see Donkey yeah. Kong, Sight Biker. Duck Hunt, Dog, Ice Hockey Player, Pit, Link, Mario, Samus, Mike Jones, Urban Champion, The Wild Gunman, and Stomp Starman. Uh, and even Simon Belmont, Mega Man, uh, Solid State, and Pac-Man are all made. Why do I not have a Little Mac on here? That feels like an omission. I should edit this to include Little Mac. What the hell? If, I, <laughs> if I'm allowing Donkey Kong to be on here and Mega Man, what the fuck, man? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But it's like all these characters will just come in, and it's and it's named NES Remix off of the 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 DS the 3DS games. Where it's like, yeah, NES Remix, sure, why not? Like that makes sense for a name for it. I loved it. I loved NES Remix, and I, that's that's like, I mean, now that so many things have either gotten a sequel or been ported to the Switch from the Wii U era, it's like that's kind of the standout now. NES Remix Three, where? I mean, when? There, there isn't NES Remix Three. It's just not called NES Remix Three. Is there? Pretty sure. Is it like Ultra was, Remix or some shit? thought there was only... Okay. <laughs> NES Remix 4 then. <laughs> I'm looking it up now. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah. Ah, I, I, Ultimate I, NES yeah. Remix. Yeah. It was released for the 3DS. Okay. What a what a way to go. Is that like a com com combination of all the previous minigames, though, and not technically? No, but there was one like that with the NES Remix Pack, which packaged in uh, Remix 1 and 2 together. Okay. Ultimate NES Remix. The first in the series to not be on the Wii U, a compilation of 16 games from the previous remixes. What the hell is going on? Anyway, all that said, I, I like the fun. Um... And I and I like the idea of Nine Volt as a, as a character in WarioWare. Smash. He wouldn't smash rather. Uh, he's super meta. Super meta. Uh, you, you like playing as characters that represent the hardware. Mister Game and Watch, Rob, Duck Hunt. Uh, you like playing as retro characters, Ice Clan, etc. How about something that kind of mashes all that? Yeah. Um, he... it's it's quite the catch-all. He's a way to pay homage to the retro Nintendo without having to add a retro mm -hmm. Nintendo character. It's it's a choice, and and you know if Nintendo were to say, I mean, not that they ever will or ever should, there's one more chance to to include something from this far back in time. You can make that you can veer and say, oh, nine volt. Um, so I love the idea of this. Um. I also, I also, you know, from from a world of of, I guess, more realistic expectations. I also love the idea of Mo. I, I think a very Mona, viable option. I think Mona mm -hmm. would be a more grounded character. I mean, you could go either <clears throat> way with Mona. You could make her a grounded character that focuses on pulling from her different jobs, or you could make her the um, like what we did with Marshall. 
a couple scenes ago where we uh, made his moves work off of the different mini games and taking inspiration right. from there. I, I think that is right. one option you could do with Mona, just have her pull from the mini games. But I feel like it's harder to do that with WarriorWare than it is to do it with Rhythm Heaven. The Rhythm Heaven mini games, I don't want to say yeah. we're grounded for those because there are some that are fucking weird. But um, they make a lot more sense, generally speaking, than I think a lot of the WarioWare micro games. Because there's yeah. some weird shit, and I don't know how you would make a move set out of a lot of those. It's like, right. what? Plus, there's a, a prerogative. With a Rhythm Heaven character, you almost have to. Yeah. Like, um, And they're all rhythm-based. You, you just, that's where, the, it's not, it wasn't easy to make the martial move set, but no, there's no. a, no. There's a very precise. There, there was a procedure to it. There, it's like okay, the, the different rhythm signatures, like one, two, three, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, five. It's how you differentiate between certain moves, and um, which we got through it and made it happen. I, I tend to agree that I mean you could make a, a game based uh, Mona moveset based off of some of her signature mini games but um micro games rather but i think uh i think and i and i think this is the way educated guess i think this is the way soccer i would handle it and it's the way i would handle it and probably it's the more grounded approach yeah mm-hmm. the different jobs that the animal friends the whatever anything that pulls from like her her little story bits that you learn more about who she is as a person um maybe not uh, bringing back the crush on Wario, but everything else, great. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. She has a little chimpanzee baby as a friend. Throw it around on people's faces. WarioWare is an interesting Warrior. series, and I'm glad that they've they they started letting it out of the box again twice on the mm -hmm. which is a big surprise. Uh, right, because there for a while after smooth moves, really, they kind of just like threw it in the bin and didn't look back. It's like, what the fuck, man? I know, and it's not like we got land in return. It was just nothing. Yeah, I, I think. Yeah, I, I Yahtzee. Um, I don't remember exactly which game review it was in, but at one point, I, I think it might have been the Sticker Star review. He he was just like going on a rant about how Nintendo needs to let things out of the box so that they can have fun again. It's like. Let WarioWare out of the box. Let them have fun. It's like, yes. Yeah. I did not know you oh were my a gosh. fan of WarioWare, but thank you, Yahtzee. Yeah, absolutely. WarioWare Move It. That is something I still need to pick up. Thanks for the reminder. Yeah, I, I, definitely, I, definitely I want, want to. to play it this year. I just need to wait <laughs> for the poll to see what will come out of that first. Because I don't want to start any big new game until I run that for myself again. Might be Hamtaro Ham Hams Unite. The it, way things are going. It could be. It could be. <laughs> um, they they seem like actual good games. Like beyond the meme, it actually should be an okay thing to play through once. Wait, Warrior Wave uh, or Hamtaro? Both. <laughs> oh. Both. I mean, I but I, Ham, I would probably yeah. care more about the Hamtaro game if I had ever watched Hamtaro, but I never. I did, barely so did. I don't. Yeah. I'm sorry, Ebit. I never watched yeah. it. I'm not hating on it. I'm just saying I never watched it, and I have no connection. The gameplay seems interesting from from that perspective. I'll give it that. Um, 
That being said, Hamtaro, you're not on the docket today. Nine Volt and Mona are. Yep. What are we thinking? Man, again, there's value it's hard. Both of these. It's yeah, actually they, hard. We, we have yeah. a good match here. Like I, I know that I have a lane. I have a bias here. There's, there's no denying that. But yeah, I would honestly be happy with either of these characters. I would, I would not say that I would be happy with any Warrior Wear character because there are some that'd be like, really, Master mm -hmm. Mantis. That's who we're adding. <laughs> what? Even Young Cricket what? would be stretching okay. it a little bit. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'd put Young Cricket like half a step above Master Mantis, but then, you know, I, I feel like the top picks are Ashley, Mona, Nine Volt, and then, man, I used to have Cat and Anna in that group, but not anymore. And like, I think Cat and Anna could have a shot. Jimmy T. I would not say Doctor Craig or, or Penny. Um. Did I ever say Ashley? But they're inventors. I don't. You want an inventor? Yeah, I look at them and I'm just like, yeah, not you though. <laughs> I also Mike. put Mike, Mike in the no category. Orbulon, despite the fact that we made a Musa for him, Orbulon would not be a top pick for me. Uh, mm -hmm. Maybe after Mona, Ashley, Ninevolt, then Orbulon can get in. But yeah, Pioro. Add Pioro. That's funny because I was gonna say the the little yellow guy, but I Frunk. Yeah, that guy. Add Warrior Frunk. Man as a separate character. Hey, you like the Warrior <laughs> Man transformation final smash and Brawl and Smash Four? Guess what? There you go. Here he is alongside Pikachu Libre. All right, now we've gone too far. <laughs> I wonder what Kronk's home stage would be. Cusco Topia. Who'd you say? Oh, Cr why Kronk? What? what? Uh, the yellow guy from WarioWare. F R O N K. That's right. <laughs> no, I'll I'll tell you what his what Kronk's home stage would be. Uh, do you remember? I think, hmm. I think it was in Twisted. One of the boss levels is shooting Wario's nose. That's yes. Bronx home stage. Okay, perfect. Yep. Pioro, that would be fun. That would be uh, the, an assist trophy. I rather that would that would work. <laughs> oh, you mean the Pioro assist trophy that I made last year? Yeah. Yes. Also, um, I remember playing a lot of that DS Pioro game. DSiWare, I believe. What? Yeah, it was that was fun. It wasn't worth the DSI for, but it was fun. It was like the one where you flick his tongue at the like yeah, falling beans or something. Version of his mini game from one of the WarioWare games. Right, and and Paper Airplane as well. I think that was the most I ever got out of DSI. <laughs> it was yeah. it was not worth trading in the DS Lite on. No, I didn't get one. I saw it was like, like the 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 end of the DS life cycle was really weird. Because they announced mm -hmm. uh, the DSi, and then like a week later, the DSi XL got really or got announced. It's like, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah. yeah. What is this marketing? And then a couple months after that, less less than half a year, I want to say, they announced the 3DS. Like, what is going? Yeah, on it's here? like, what the hell? What's the point? Yeah. Yeah, they invalidated their own system. It's like what uh, that I mean, it's it's like um every every of a handheld life cycle, I can only validate this for the DS 
ends in ends in some sort of bad move. Game Boy Micro. Oh, God. Horrible. I, uh, I couldn't even the suggestion. I have seen the suggestion with the micro was that um they didn't know what the DS was gonna be a success, so they had the micro prepped and ready to go just in case. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then they released it just to see how it was doing because you know yeah. they already had it made. They might as well, I guess. But then, God. <laughs> yeah. I remember. I remember how hard their base plates. Like I remember some guy at GameStop telling me when I was like ten, like, "Oh, you need the Thunder faceplate with the Game Micro." And even back then, I was like, "I don't need shit." <laughs> I got suckered into the DSi though. That's whatever. It's... Not something to move on from, but the but the DS Lite was was a great machine and, and uh, absolutely. I mean, it makes you wonder what the Switch is going to go for. They're going to go Switch to pro- a probable uh, Switch two of some switch sort you. to to uh, yeah Switch. Yeah. I was going to say like oh a Switch that's the size of a smartphone, but somehow Switch use even worse. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that! I love for, how you have what I you have, have an iPhone to work and you hate it. It's this, pretty great. This is not an iPhone. Oh, what is that? An Android? Yes. Oh, okay. As That's not, okay. I would take an iPhone with me anywhere except for work-related reasons. <laughs> right. Fuck that right. piece of shit. Yeah. But um, for, from what I, I have seen, know. assuming any rumors are true. The Switch successor is supposed to be a bigger screen, so. Yeah, apparently OLED or LCD. 4K, I'll believe that when I see that. Yeah. Yeah. Which I can't really, when people say like, oh yeah, it's going to be this many, it's going to be a screen that's this big. It's like, I can't, those numbers don't mean anything to my brain. Can you please, can you please do a drawing of the Switch? With the new dimensions, so right. I can tell and be like, "Oh, okay, now I can write." I can't imagine numbers. Right. You tell me, "Oh, right. yeah, I got a fifty-four inch TV." I don't know how big that is. Mm-hmm. I, I how often know. do you play handheld on your Switch? Fucking never. Me either. That's I don't really care how big it's going to be. Also, why when people go about when, when people when one of them was talking about the tangents, one of them was talking about how like, "Oh yeah, they're not going to do LLED for." The, the Switch too. It's going to be an LCD screen again. It's like, I don't give a shit. Like, people, people are just like, oh man, this is such a step back. Just like, do you guys play in handheld? I don't. Yeah, right? Apparently, you know, per surveys anyway, which is just a smattering of the audience, but apparently like 80% of Switch play hybrid. They, they play handheld a lot. I'm I mean, like, I can't remember. I, I understand hybrid because you can take the Switch with you anywhere you want, and that would qualify as hybrid if you do play it handled when you're in the house or docked when you're at home but i definitely could not do handheld all the time no way mm-hmm. for one thing i can't play handheld and stream or record with it it yeah. doesn't work well i'm playing playing smash hand, handheld is like improbable for me because you like a dockless a gamecube controller not one i want to think about yeah I, I mm-hmm. tried to handheld Splatoon 2 when it came out. It's like oh, this God. is awful. Yeah, me too. Me too, actually, for some reason. I don't I don't yeah, it was it was Whiplash. Mm-hmm. Um works fine with some games. I, I love the novelty of having older games on, on a handheld, like uh, it was a long time dream when the virtual console 
was a reality. I was like, oh, I wish I could play Mario 64, on, you know, on the go, and DS doesn't kind of care. Here's a better example. I wish I could play Band That That's kind of a novel, but, but otherwise. You, you wish you could play what? Banjo-Kazooie. That's what I thought you were going to say. I heard, the, I wish uh, I could play Band, and I was like, he probably meant Banjo-Kazooie. But Banjo-Kazooie is on the weird. Switch now. So you can. Yeah, yeah, it's that's on, that's uh, what I'm saying. It's on yeah, it's... but it's the mm -hmm. N64 version of the game and not the mm -hmm. uh, Xbox version, where they made a few uh, quality of life improvements. So uh, yeah, rare, rare replay is rare replay for Switch to launch. There you Good go. Luck. Let's do that. Let's do that. Oh, they're such friends now. Let's make it happen. I mean, there's there's rumors that Microsoft is going to go multiplat with some of their uh, exclusive games. So mm -hmm. you know, they're like they're talking about oh. Sea of Thieves coming to Sony. Interesting. Sony would never repay the favor. Um, no, but uh, but rather with crossplay, whatever. Um, Nintendo, Nintendo, Nintendo. Um, what about these two characters? These two what characters, are both are extremely valid. Yes. And I think my vote... See, see, I know which character I lean towards, but I question myself going like, am I leaning towards this character for the right reasons? That's, that's the sticky question. Because my lean right. is 9-volt. Because I like the idea of him being able to be a retro representative, not that he is a retro character, but like being able to use, like represent Nintendo in a different way. Like he has the Wii Zapper or right. the NES Zapper or like these different peripherals uh, that he can kind of like do whatever he wants with. They, something that no other character that the possibility for Smash could do. Right. But is that the right reason to pick a character? I don't know. This is also uh, Smash yeah. or Dash, and it doesn't matter what our criteria is. That's what I was gonna say. I I think when we on the onset of developing this this episode archetype, we we made it a point to say it's not too technical most of the time. Yeah, we're choosing the character because we want the character yep. more than the other. And period. We, if with so. any criteria we want, if we wanted <laughs> to do, hey, uh, I picked Nine Volt because uh. He wears red, and I like red. I can do that. I I would judge somebody. But Mona wears red for that too. Reason. Yeah. But I could do that. Okay. Well, yeah. he has a yellow helmet. How about that? Yeah. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. But uh, I like skateboards more than mopeds. You know, <laughs> fuck a that's Vespa. Right. Yeah. You can skateboard. <laughs> I forgot about that. Not not that I think you or I would ever get that shallow, but no. There, there are no rules with selecting a character in Smash or Dash. It's literally mm -hmm. who you would rather have, or in some cases, if you had to have it, which we haven't had too many matchups like that. I, I would love to do some matchups where it's like, we legit don't want these characters, but we had to pick something. That'd we, we've hit it somewhere like, hey, if you had to have Rhyndog or Rabbit Mario, <laughs> who would you pick? <laughs> Rhyndog. <laughs> I will always shit on that episode. What were we thinking? Anyway. Hey, Multiverse is supposed to be coming back sometime in the next few months, so it's going to become topical again. LeBron versus Rabbit Peach. Uh, all the all the same. Um, yeah, I look I look forward to it. I, I enjoyed Multiverse. I liked it. 
Nicktoons, All Star thing, because it was actually playable. The fact that they cut Helga um, and added in Gerald and Grandma, but have not added Arnold. What the fuck? grandma really throws you for a loop like what the fuck i I mean mean, i get that she's like a martial artist in the in the show but (laughs) she's kind of like mona she has a fuck ton of jobs that they can pull from and she's Mm -hmm. she is admittedly a good wtf choice that nobody would see coming right right i I just say that they cut helga it's like really yeah but but still yeah Yeah. like you want to add them that's less of a problem but cutting right. Helga to do it just felt weird. Right. Powdered and Toast Man actually, is still he there. Got, is he? I thought he got cut. Was he? Okay, well. I'm it, like I'll, 60% okay. sure he's cut. But then they also cut the two Ninja Turtles to add the other two Ninja Turtles. Just have all four of them. Just do it. What the just fuck? do it. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. I just, nonsense what? i mean let alone i mean it, it it apparently i think if we played it we'd run into the exact same wi-fi issues we did when trying to play the first one on pc yeah together yeah. um and the switch this the switch build is apparently heinous and so i'm not trying it there right oh is this mortal Kombat levels of bad it's no but it's close it's it's scored pretty poorly like i was i was reading a website that i reliably you know, go to for game reviews on the Switch quite often. And they, I'll just say, it's a Nintendo Life, and they're very, they very commonly I over score some games, especially Nintendo published. But they gave Nick Tunes 2 like a 4 out of 10 for, for the playability. Yeah. So I said, oh, I, oh, crikey. I, I like some of the new characters they added in. <laughs> Uh, mm-hmm. uh, having Plankton pilot a giant mecha of himself is inspired. Yeah, like, that that's, mm, that's that's awesome. Good shit. But then they mm-hmm. cut Shredder and add Rocksteady. What the fuck? Why? What? <laughs> what? Apparently, I mean, apparently on cut, Steam, it's they cut yeah. Toph. They cut Toph. <clears throat> And you know it's fine adding Azula. That's that's valid. But two of the DLC characters, two of the DLC characters are Zuko and Iroh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What? What? Why three Firebenders? Yeah, uh, agreed. Cutting Toph is is a choice as well. I I mean, it's a bad that choice. is that's pretty that's pretty like the most popular character, like uh, probably the most popular character. Yeah. All yeah. of Avatar. You're like, oh, see ya. Like what? Um, apparently it reviewed fine on PS five and shit. Oh, the Switch version actually scored higher on average than PS five. I mean so overall PS five has better yeah. games. That's true. Uh wait, not wait, what? what? <laughs> uh I wouldn't Maybe at, ultimately at the end of its life cycle, it may. Um, but let's see here. But Smash Brother, all the same. Uh, n- all vote. the same. Nine volt or Mona. I'm gonna vote nine volt unless you are going Mona and can convince me otherwise. Um, I it's been difficult, you know. Um, trying not to be get secondhand bias here, knowing how strongly you feel about this about nine volt, as well as. Um, you know, Mona's not like a passion 
you know, I've long since championed her as the most logical second stand by that. Um, and I, and I like the character. I think, you know, she, there's, there's a lot of pluses that she would bring to the table. Um, she, she has a neat design, you know, and, uh, would more directly represent Wario as a whole and maybe start edging Wario back a little bit more would be interesting. Um, and, and the variety of, she, she would be a more grounded character, necessarily boring as a result of being a more grounded uh, there, there's enough there. There's enough personality there, and enough in the in the in the variety of the job um, throughout the series, and and the other things to do. There's there's it would be a fun like all around type character. Yeah, it would be. I I would I wouldn't hate it. I would actually I would rather like it. Like my my outlook on Mona is overwhelmingly positive. If I were to list out the top. 50 characters I wanted in Smash from a first party should be in like the top 30, which I guess is saying something. Um, and Ninevolt is much more of a insular idea. He encapsulates a very specific corner of WarioWare, encapsulates a very specific corner of Nintendo history. You could argue he, including him, more... It, it's much more retroactive. It, it encompasses more of Nintendo's history in a single character than any other retro inclusion could. At the same time, um, you could easily say that is true, but we X retro character still hasn't made it in. It's like, eh, you know, it's it it's really dependent on on your personal view with a with a nine volt, um, and. I think I actually I I will vote nine. Uh, slightly surprised myself, but um, you know, in in a game like this where you're not thinking on the rationale, like if this were roster Redux, it would absolutely, you know, but um, but here, the character that. Like there's something about the character and the concept. Not even Ninevolt as a character himself does not excite me more than Mona as a character herself. But the move set variety here and and all of the callbacks that you can make to is an inspiring thing. It's exciting and fun. And he has a skateboard and a yellow helmet. So I will vote for Ninevolt, and for the first time this season. In a Smasher Dash, we do not have a tiebreak. The fan. So sad. And uh, and you may be like, oh, it's only the third Smasher Dash episode. That may be true, but that technically, I mean, that's four months in. So it's been a while. It's been a while. I mean, when each type of episode releases on a six-week schedule. Yep. Yep. So so there we go. I'm for the first time in a long time. There is no, 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 uh, no contention. Duster and Nine Volder moving on. All right. Well, with that, uh, we've ran out of things to discuss from this episode. Uh, we have our, we've got our five Razor Shades done. We've got our two latest Smash winners, Duster and Nine Volt. And next time, it's an on topic. We got a guest coming because it's time to finish 
a commitment. The third and final Smash Brothers Hogwarts Sorting Hat Extravaganza is coming. Carbwalker will be back and we will finish sorting characters into their Hogwarts houses. There will be some disagreements. I'm sure some people will be like, what the fuck, man? I, I, I recently had somebody reach out to me, actually, and say, you're wrong. Kirby is a Hufflepuff, not a Gryffindor. You're just wrong. It's like, all right. I respect it. I respect your choice. I stand by my vote. But I respect your opinion. And anybody else that wants to share theirs is more than welcome to. We'd like to see uh, people's responses. Yeah. Probably because we never get any. And we would like to see some. Yes, respond today. The The future of Torna and indeed all of all is in your hands. The future of Torna and all of is in your hands is what I heard. Close enough. That's an Azurda quote. Ah. Uh. I thought you were gonna. I thought it was gonna be like I. I started. I thought it started started with an A. And I was like, oh, is he saying Torna and Ionios? What I don't know why he would pick those two, but sure, why not? <laughs> Torna and Allrest, but yes, oh. sure. <laughs> that makes a lot more sense. Yes, it does. Uh-huh. Yes, it does. Whoops! Especially since the second <laughs> thing that I thought of wasn't Allrest, it was Alchemoth. Torna and Alchemoth. Jesus Christ. Wow. Okay. On that note, uh goodbye. On that on that note, these two Hufflepuffs are going to bed. I am not a fucking Hufflepuff. <laughs>